Welcome to Bleached, a podcast for real ass hairdressers. I'm Caleb Bosher. And I'm Sid Sharice. And we are Destroy, Destroy the, the Hairdresser. Hey, Sid. Hi, Caleb. How was your week? Why do you sound so <laughs> Hey, Sid. <laughs> How was your week? My week was so good. I actually just got back from DC, I feel like a second ago. I had some meetings down there, which were fun, and spent some time in the good old suburbs of Virginia. And it was actually nice for like five minutes to be out of the city, and then I was like, I want to go back, but I couldn't. While was- you were gone, it was 70 degrees. It was like 65 degrees mm-hmm. in New York. No, it was snowing. It was snowing so bad that they canceled um, my flight, and I had to jump on a train back home. That's disgusting. <laughs> And now I actually leave tomorrow and I go to Florida, to the swamp, to the devil's asshole. (laughs) So hot and gross down there. I haven't been to Florida in over a year and I don't miss it. Well, every time I'm sorry to all my Florida listeners, (laughs) but I just don't miss Florida at all. Every time you used to come down, you would get so sick. Yeah, I'm allergic to Florida. And. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true. And every time I come home, I always come back with some sort of sinus disgustoid. So I thought it was because of the environment, but I think it's the voter the voters. <laughs> I'm allergic to the voters in, in Florida. <laughs> allergic to the voters. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, you know, it'll be fine. It's great. It's always great to go home. I go home every month for work and stuff like that. And then I'll be back and as soon as we get back, I'll have to Unpack and repack, and then we are heading to NOLA. I know. I'm really excited about it. I think um, we are going to introduce our guest soon, who is the creator of the Bayou St. Blonde um, hair event in New Orleans. And her name is Erin, but she's not ready yet. We're not ready to introduce Mm -hmm. her yet. Nope. Um, But she has some cool stuff to talk about, and she has a little little gift for us and for you guys. And her and I are twinsies, and I love that. Like, we are the sisters that never are. If you look at our Instagram, you'll see her on there. I have a beanie on in that picture, though. I like that. I did, too. I like beanies. It was called I Didn't Feel Like It. I have a huge head, and every time I buy a beanie, I think it's going to be cute, and it's never cute. Every time you come home with hats, I don't understand why you're wasting your money. I never wear them. Because either I take them. I have a full-on collection of You do, and I take them, or you give them to Goodwill. No, I always put them on. To see if it'll finish a look, and it I never like it. Doesn't, it doesn't. You actually won't look at people when you have a hat on. Like, you're like, I, don't look at me like you're hiding from the world. That's what hats are for. <laughs> Not for me. So you're going to be going to Florida. Sid goes away all the time, and I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> oh, I used to travel a lot more. I used to travel all the time when I was uh, an educator for Aveda, and... On the airplane. On the airplane. And now I don't jet. travel as much, so, when, you know, I haven't traveled in a while, and now this month, for some reason, I've been traveling back to back every weekend and Caleb is losing his mind. But that's okay. Because <laughs> after that, we, uh, we just... Um, we actually don't have any traveling for a little bit. Yeah. Like two weeks. I'm thinking of <laughs> taking a vacation. No. We don't have time for that. <laughs> Speaking of not taking a vacation, we started Hair Boss and Hair Babes. Yeah. That was so fun. It, it's so much fun. It was nerve I think I'm having... Like, I think the students are having fun and we're having mm-hmm. fun and I am... I think it's it's better than what I thought it was going to be. Well, it's cool because we try to do everything like very like 
digital and technology based so that we can be there for anybody in their living room in on their phone wherever they want mm-hmm. um all the time and it's not something where we just want to take over your life pretty much in every way possible but with technology <laughs> sometimes there are technical difficulties and we definitely had um, I did not have any. No, yours was fucking perfect, <laughs> wasn't was it? Seamless. I had a glitch in the computer, the Matrix fucking glitch during my, <laughs> you know, boot camp. But you know what? They were great and it was awesome. And this information was still there. And, you know, we worked out all the kinks. Mm-hmm. So going into next week, we should be really cool. So if you're listening and you're part of our program, the hair boss of the hair babes class. We're sorry. We're sorry for any inconvenience. But we still know you're having fun because we have that little interactive chat with you guys. If you're not part of our Hair Boss or Hair Babes class, you can start enrolling on our website for March. It's a 90-day program where we take you through a whole rebranding, kind of a... Researching. Kind of an elevating type process, consciousness process to get you to another level. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool... It's not your mama's business coaching. Oh. It's not. (laughs) It's really not. It's really... I... I'm having a very fun time with it. I'm having a better time with it than I thought. I was nervous about doing it. And mm-hmm. now I'm I'm obsessed. I think everyone should do it. I want everyone to sign up. So if you want to sign up for March, we're enrolling now. You can get the information at destroythehairdresser.com. Hair babes. Hair, hair babes boss. or hair boss. Hair boss, by the way, is for salon owners. Mm-hmm. Hair babes is for Our not salon owners. Stylist. <laughs> um, and the cool thing is that you, Sid and I teach both. So we, we, we switch back and forth. So you get to hang out with both of us. Yeah. So this week was cool because you you started with the hair bosses. Mm-hmm. I started with the babes. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to switch. And I get to see the babes. So maybe my technical difficulty will be with the bosses That's this great. time. And I'll just share my What is he doing? They text, they're going to text back, where's Caleb? Yeah. Where's <laughs> Caleb? Because he knows how to run the computer. I'm the most technical savvy person in the world. But obviously I Unless, until Until it comes to... You doing it for like an important thing. Yeah, I get my, I have like sausage fingers. They just swell up and I hit the wrong button and it's you do. gross. It's, it gets. That doesn't really happen. It was it's just. not <laughs> sausage fingers as much as it's uh, like, I mean, this, you're also taking like a driver's course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sid can't drive either. I don't know if you Yes, so, I'm getting back on the road. So she's. I'm taking a drive. Actually, they've taken her off the road. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm wor- it's a working problem. <laughs> my mom's going to call me and be like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to get my New York license. That's what's happening. And it's, no, you're trying to get a passport. I'm trying to get a passport, but I have to get a license first. And it's just, it's a whole debacle. And it's just, Well, you had a license. You didn't know you didn't have a license until the I other day. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't have a license. And I thought my license was still in Florida. And then when I went to kind of go take it to New York, it didn't work. So I had to... I have to retake driving school, so that <laughs> Caleb thinks it's fucking hilarious. No, but the best part is that when she was looking at like driving school options, <laughs> she found a, laugh at my pain. She found the funny. What's it called? It's called Funny Florida Driving School, <laughs> and I love it. It's actually great. It's super cheesy. Like we could have made this. Like, and it's super cheesy and it's information, and then it's it's totally like it gives you random facts. It's like. 
if one hand's on the wheel and the other's honking the horn, you're from Chicago. If the other one hand's on the wheel and the other's flicking a bird, then you're from New York. And I, you know, those things kill me. Oh my but I'm not God. even reading them. They're time sensitive. I know that sounds so horrible. They're time sensitive. So I just let the timer run while she I'm doing this. other things. And then I just like, I've been guessing, I'm getting all the answers right. Just you're by like guessing. teaching so, hair babes. And then you go back. You're like, oh, done. Yep. <laughs> done with driving school. So that's. That's awesome. That's the low point of my week. Oh high my point, god. traveling. Low point. The high point is having Erin here with us. Oh my god. We're so excited. So let's introduce her now. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Erin. <laughs> so Erin, how are you? How was your trip? It was awesome, except for the one minute of near death experience on my plane ride. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Details right now. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, we're just going to start our initial descent into JFK. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's pretty bad on the ground, but, you know, it should be smooth sailing. And then we hit a cloud of death. Uh, of course, the one time <laughs> I was like, birds? It was a cloud. We just watched Sully. So yeah, we, so I'm like freaked out. Terrified. No, this is not Sully. The one time I forget my headphones. I mean, the woman behind me praying out loud, having a panic attack, crying. No. Like someone from the back yells, buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> it was just insane. It was the worst Hashtag the worst minute of oh, my life. No. Hashtag right. worst minute of your life. I love that. No. Um, and then it was fine. But, you know, it's kind of surprising that you know, the pilot didn't get on after and say, like, hey, sorry about that. Your air rafts are, like, floating throughout the cabin. Nothing. What flight was this? JetBlue. I love sorry. JetBlue. I do, too. But... I only fly JetBlue. Well, Maybe they were having an off day. Well, it was terrible it on the ground. Their it was you should tweet them. It was tweet them what? Don't make it bumpy when you're flying. Like, you can't really. No, this was, like, back and forth, up and down for, like, a minute straight. Oh, like, man. it felt like that. Hey, JetBlue, tell your pilot to comfort us in the time of need. <laughs> Seriously, hold me, pilot. Yeah. So you're uh, visiting uh, New York. You're kind of preparing for the event. Preparing for the event. Had some meetings today in the city. Do you like the snow? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. We Is it snowing it. in New Orleans? Do so we need to prepare for that? No, it's not snowing. It doesn't snow in New Orleans. Do I need to I think it's shorts. cold. Don't bring shorts. Um, it can, can get cold, but you don't need to bring shorts. But it should hopefully be maybe I'll just 60s. Find when I get there. If it's amazing, it'll be 70s. But uh, I'd say like somewhere between 50s, 60s, it should be. I'm okay, excited. Perfect. We're bringing Cross. a whole entourage. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little a destroy crew. the hairdresser entourage. Oh, cool. You'll meet them all. That's sweet. <laughs> and we rented out a house, which oh, we're excited. Yeah, awesome. we thought, let's do it up. We thought, let's pretend we live there and see if we like it. Awesome. I just moved. So I've been doing that too in between everything oh, else. How do you have time? I feel like I don't have time to like drink water, eat breakfast, and work, let alone move a house. Well, I put it in the nomadic planner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Erin got her nomadic planner 40% off with the code hairdressers. <laughs> it was amazing. Are you using plug, it? Plug, plug, or plug, plug, plug. Did you have a difficult time because there are instructions on how to use it? You know, I listen to what sits in just kind of start, like just doing it because. <laughs> Planning is obviously essential. Stop planning your planner. But I just kind of started, and it is hard to plan at that detailed level. Yeah. But I did feel even the first week, I got a lot of stuff crossed off my list. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, it's That's the point. You're just better. supposed to start. And every, I had a student call me up and be like, I don't know how to use this thing. And I was like, it's just a book. Like, <laughs> write down whatever you want. If you want to write, like, you know, I'm going to... Look at Facebook at this time. Do it. You know, it's not a big deal. I did put in yoga and oh, made a time to, to do it. I did it one of okay. the three days. The point of starting. 
You started it. You started it. So you are our agent, which we love. Mm -hmm. You are our agent, which our. we love. Our. <laughs> our. 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 Um, He's from Michigan. But uh, there are people out there. We have a lot of students that are looking for people to represent We're preparing them. them. To get to the point to be represented. So as like a creative agency, what do you recommend for people in the industry when they are reaching out to agents and they are trying to find someone to help them build their business, whether it's education or editorial work? What do you as an agent look for? Well, you know, part of my experience in working for many years at Bumble and Bumble and doing a lot of stuff with educators and working for different product companies um, one thing that I saw a real growing need for as the industry is evolving was there were so many people looking to be, I'm going to say more known, but mm -hmm. to elevate their business within the beauty industry. So as of now, I don't and very focus quickly. very quickly and, and not focus so much on, I'd say, press in the traditional sense that you would go outward to like fashion magazines mm -hmm. and things like that. But um, so many people are looking to independent hairdressers, other types of mediums or creative spaces to get their education partner with brands that they connect with and kind of move away a little bit from you know the big brand manufacturer mm -hmm. type of education or products or that kind of experience and so what I really look for is definitely a strong point of view um, I actually found um, Caleb and Sid <laughs> um, one of the few artists that um, I didn't know before we decided to work together and I just really loved your point of view from the blog. And I think that's definitely really important to have a voice and yeah. to know. And you found us on Instagram, are. right? I found it. I don't know if it was the Instagram or I think it was the blog. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cause I was like, damn, I love what they're saying. I wish I could say all these things. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, I just going to make them mine. And then, <laughs> yeah. So I just reached out saying, Hey, I love what you guys are saying. And so having a point of view, whether it's, um, through coaching or yep. through your creative vision. Um, I am looking for artists that are not also going to compete with each other, that you kind of have your own lane yeah. um, as well. And so right now we have three different segments of the company. We have realistic distribution, and that's really a conscious effort on the behalf of the manufacturer to be edited and not to have a line of 8,000 products and to really partner with the right types of people. Yeah. Um, so finding those boutique brands were great the, to have we're over the big guys. Yeah, I think everyone is over the I big I mean, guys. I had a day of corporate meetings today. I'm not going to go into detail, but <laughs> your hair just, still looks good. So, yeah, it's important. But you, it was exhausting. It just it reinvigorates my spirit for partnering with. The independent hairdresser or for the smaller guys people i don't say underdogs because i feel like there's plenty of room for everybody but people that are actively choosing to go in a different direction yeah and it almost gets the point that smaller the companies get so big that they forget almost either where they started or who they're promoting to and it becomes too much of a disconnect you know and i think we that's one thing we've discussed as as we grow as we grow how we can always stay connected to our audience and that was you know why we started this podcast or why we do the blog or why we offer you know anybody we can to be a part of this you're totally right i mean not only 
disconnects, but it's that loss of creativity. And at the end of the day, it becomes about the bottom line. You become and, a sales person. Yeah, and oh. sales is fine. And when I can get behind something that I believe in and I'm super passionate about, I'll sell the shit out of it. But then right. what if you don't? <laughs> like, amazing. Then if you don't, it's like, what, what are we doing here? Right. Like, what's the point? And there's so much of that, unfortunately, out there and so much garbage that I'm just trying to sift through and find um, those gems and kind of diamonds in the rough. And some people are a little bit more established than others. Um, some people have a really great name for themselves and they want to take it to the next level or coming out with something new like the Whittemore House mm-hmm. um, or really icons you know, in the uh, beauty industry for their fashion and color uh, work that they've done. And then there's maybe some smaller brands that have that strong voice and need that platform. So how can I help support their their efforts yeah. in that way? So we have realistic distribution, we have customized education, and then salon support, which is where you guys fall. Yeah. yeah. You um your company is called the Left Brain Group. How did that? I think it's so cute. Like it's. It's so clever. Fits. You should yeah. see the whole list of horrible names yeah. that I came up with first. We have like some too. Dog food after dog food. I'm like, this is the worst <laughs> name ever. Facebook <laughs> likes to remind us of those names and those things that we've done in the past. We like, actually How do we just, shut this off? You just showed me today. She's like, you remember, we used to, before we had a blog. any of this, before we had anything that we have now, we had a webzine. <laughs> we would you, mail it out. And we would mail it out as a PDF. <laughs> It was so much work. And we would, and only like four people out of like 230 on our mailing list would be able to open it. And yeah. They, like it was. It was a mess. But that's how we started. We were just like, how do we get really cool content? We didn't want a blog. Different. We wanted a webzine or something different. And then it turned into like, okay, well, we have so much to say. We have to have a blog. Yeah. We have to, we have to just. But it's true. You go through a list of things that don't work. Yeah. But that's how you does. grow. You go through the list and. Reinvent. You Madonna it. Totally. Madonna it. Madonna it. <laughs> Hashtag Madonna it. Um, yeah, I just started getting approached by some of my friends who've been in the industry. And while I'm in such admiration of hairdressers, I'm actually not a hairdresser yeah. in my like Which I dreams. Appreciate. I appreciate it too because she, it's like, I don't know. She's just, she's got her back. She doesn't, a lot of people in like the bigger corporate world aren't hairstylists and they come from a business perspective mm-hmm. and they just attack on the business level rather than the artistic level and I think I love that you kind of are the artist like I'm not a bartender but I would love I love being friends with bartenders mm-hmm. you know it's the same thing you're not a hairdresser I support them but you love I support exactly. a lot of bartenders I mean, it's, you support it's really amazing when you're when you surround yourself by talented smart savvy people and you're just constantly inspired and it's amazing to see what people can create with hair yeah and it's always been something you know even when i was younger i kind of had this up on my like bio on on the website but i used to wear like nightgowns when i was younger like and pull them back and pretend like i had these long flowing locks <laughs> i would braid like my babysitter's like hair and i just i've always loved it and now that i've been in the industry for a little over 12 years i guess i can say it's just, I, I love the industry and I love people that are really good mm-hmm. at what they do. And I think that goes across kind of all, you know, industries. Yeah. You want to surround yourself with people that are talented and inspiring. Yeah. And while I'm not a hairdresser, I have a lot of business backgrounds in this industry. So I was like, hmm, maybe there's a way I could support these artists and help them, let them do the artistry and let me do what I can help do. And so that's when it kind of clicked. I was like, Oh, right brain, left brain, the left brain group. And 
I definitely want to create group and community and go from there. Well, you so have, and it's amazing. Yeah. And you have a good team. Thank you. Like, everybody on it is amazing. So I'm excited for... Uh, Your team is growing. Thank you. It is growing. <laughs> I'm excited to be in the office with everybody and meet everybody because we've we met a lot of your artists, but not not everybody. Yet. I think it'll. It's, I feel like we know every everyone knows everybody online. But we've never talked, and no one has ever communicated. So this is going to be a really cool event. Yeah, um, now that um, it's gone through some shifts and changes and some growth, I've been really wanting to get everyone together. And so many people, when they're like, "Oh, you live in New Orleans? That's so rad. That's so cool. That's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have to do something there. This is a perfect opportunity." So I. Look through the calendar. It's like, okay, when is there not a parade? Okay, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Okay, it's not Super Bowl, and it's not like an Arctic char. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to do What's it. What's an Arctic okay. char? Well, I don't know. The weather's so crazy. What was that thing that happened last winter where they had, oh, like, the... Um, I know what you're talking about. Maybe char actually means hot. Yeah. So maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I get what you're saying. But cold. They're just making up new things. Because polar vortex. Polar vortex. They can't yeah. Polar rain. Yeah, it's just weather What market. the hell is it's happening? Weather marketing. They're like, <laughs> how can we, what can we call this blizzard yeah. this year? This is um, new. We want to scare people into buying more <laughs> things they think they need. Um, question. Have you ever been on a ghost tour? Because I'm obsessed with them. I have not been on a ghost tour. Okay, so we're officially. doing We're doing one. But I have walked through Orleans, the quarter so, like so often <laughs> like that I ask us we can pick up. If you walk around the quarter enough, you can kind of pick up little stories um, here and there. That's cool. Um, but something that's really cool happening on Saturday um, for people that are getting in um, earlier, um, my husband, Carlos Dietrich, who's a photographer, he's doing a separate little add-on two-hour uh, photography walking tour through the French Quarter and um, hitting up one of the cemeteries. So if you want to check that That's out, really cool. we are getting in Saturday. So it's yeah, perfect. so from three to five, I'm meeting at a cute little um, amazing French place in the quarter in the French Quarter called Croissant um, d'Or, and they have amazing mm. croissants and coffee. Um, just be a fun way to, to see the city, take some pictures and. We're staying in the train, the tram, the tram. Treme. The Treme. Perfect. Treme. Is that close? Yeah, it's close. Okay, good. Like Jemay. Everything's close. Yeah. I mean, it's... So is everything in New York, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> this is much different than that. Like um, when you say it's just 10 blocks. <laughs> in New York, that's like 45 minutes. Um, so we know that you're not a hairdresser, but we ask everyone some of the same questions. And one of those questions is, what do you... Hate's a strong word, and I always point that out. But what do you hate about the industry? And it sounds like you created something that solves some of the things that you hate in your business. But what do you, what do you really dislike and hate about the industry mm-hmm. that you could change? I mean, I think your perspective will be interesting because you aren't a hairdresser, but you still you see things from a more business side, more distribution side, and more back end side. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that. I see is almost this like exploitation of artists you know it's everyone's trying to make like a buck and if someone's has a name for themselves or they have a strong follower it's like how can we like grab onto that person and almost like exploit them yeah and you know so many people have these dreams and aspirations of being like there's a platform artist or educate for Mm -hmm. these brands or that would be so cool to like travel and it is to a point, but like, what are they really doing for these 
artist. I don't think um, a lot of people even know what a platform artist is or what it means to be a freelance artist. It just so it's been words that have been you know sent around and they're excited. Also, and, I think people start. I know a lot of, of people that are Instagram famous in our industry, mm -hmm. and they get flown around and they get free product, and they but they don't actually get paid, and they don't have anything when it's over right it's sort of like they leave them high and dry and then they're like great that was an amazing three years but you're now, now what you know <laughs> like it's that part's over yeah and unless you can find something quickly to do that again and again and again we've seen a lot go grow huge and, and go out it's they were you know people that didn't there was no product they were they were just doing some really cool stuff at the time and then it you know the trends fade and now they faded yeah um, so that's one thing that's kind of annoying, and I feel like a lot of salons feel beholden to these product companies. Like, it's very hard for these small boutique brands, particularly in retail, it's very competitive, to have a voice and have a space on their shelf. It's like they sign away their lives. It's like, well, you can't bring in this, and here are all your points. You have to use them, or they <laughs> expire. And it's like, what There's are these always... companies really doing to support the salon and like does it actually have an impact or is it to buy more product and mm -hmm. so that's a, another frustration it's sort of like there's more I always say there's more than one way to skin a cat it's like yeah. there has to be more space and room for people to be able to have a voice and not just be bought out because you have tons of money yeah right. you can do that um, so maybe those are some of my frustrations but I don't like it down. But it sounds like you've created a business that kind of solves those yeah. issues now. Yeah, I try to. Um, you know, it's a growing and a learning process, and every few months, kind of reevaluate and see where things are going. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be nice to get, I want to say, recognition or acknowledgement. I think, Caleb, we've talked about this before. It's like you want to be recognized by like these industry leaders and the standards that have been created and at the same time it's like you want them to be able to understand what you're doing you also yeah. want to break them down and change it yeah and say like hey like here's another way to look at it maybe you could help support us and we can in turn like there's not inspire a lot of passing the baton that. in mm -hmm. our industry it's very like it's very it stops like a lot of um we talk about older generation stylists just don't I don't want to put everybody in this category, but I don't think I don't her, think you have to be an old generation stylist. I think just the mentality of you created something and then you lock your claws on it and you don't want it to go anywhere. And you, it's you're kind afraid of, like, of change. It's like a scarcity complex. Like you don't feel like it's enough. And in our industry, there's more than enough money to go around. And there's more than enough work. Yeah. Stop hiding your secrets. Stop holding on to everything That's so tightly. Share. We, we, we have noticed that people, their frustration with us is that we do give everyone all the secrets and all the knowledge to empower the individual. And I think that a lot of companies, even big companies are kind of like, don't do that. You know, don't. Well, <laughs> it's, you know, they can dangle the carrot. It's yeah. like, if you buy this much, we can give you this much information that's right. going to help grow your business exponentially by this much. And yeah. so, you know, and my biggest thing is that I don't, I think this is about all industries and just humans in general is I don't think that people I don't think that anyone actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> I think we're all just doing what we know. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that, I don't like, we're not selling like the Destroy the Hairdresser products that we, the products that we have are really, we don't, we're doing what we know. You know, we're doing, yeah. we're telling you what worked for us and we're telling you our experience. But when you think of people out there, big brands, big names, CEOs, all, they don't really know what they're doing. 
they're just either doing what they're told or doing what they know and then it and then it stops there you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I just feel like I feel like when you know that and you can digest that it makes it a lot less scary well to the point that you said before about you know sharing things maybe I heard um on the Facebook live that you guys did the other day like some salon owners are kind of being like <laughs> oh my god like what are you telling my staff yeah, to do? yeah. <laughs> you know being a sales consultant for so long and working in salons and supporting salons, it's unfortunate, but you know, so many of them have invested and feel like they give so much of themselves and try to build this brand. And so many of them have been burned and it's sort of like the nature of the beast and the changing Mm -hmm. of the industry where it's like, Oh, well it was once all commissioned salons. Now you have the shift in big booth rentals and salons invest all this time and money and like feeding you clients and giving you education and doing all this stuff and then they go have a walkout and they take like all their staff and they're just like oh my god like why did that happen and you know oftentimes it does it trickles down from the top and you kind of have to look inward but it's such an emotional business and people particularly salon owners you know, like really give a lot of their time emotions investment yeah. And so when they're trying to keep everything together and then someone might challenge like what they're doing instead of being like, Hey, wait, there might be something onto this. Maybe I can avoid that in the future and like yeah. grow with my staff. They we might talk about say, that a lot. like, Oh, oh we can crap. Like what if they're going to like uprise? Like there's still, I think that fear yeah. of salons. Like what if they all leave me and there's something. They're leaving because they're holding on to tight rather than encouraging them to grow and grow with them. Instead, they're just pushing them away or pushing them out of the nest and they want to leave and they're not growing and they're feeling stuck. It's funny because the problems that are not solved in our industry are the same problems that everybody has. And we keep trying to, I think our industry is playing more like bureaucratic. Mm -hmm. Like there's all these levels and these, in this red tape and you can do this, you can't do this. And you're trying, you're taking people that are in a creative nature and you're stripping away all the creativity and you're like, live like, it's like sit at a desk and work for 12 hours. Yeah. It's the same You're putting us in a feeling. box. And I think then when people, eventually people will do that for a while because it's safe. It's safe. And then they want to get out. So I think that we're getting back to a time and I think all this shedding of this, of how the salon runs, like New York is a great example. New York salons have really strange rules. Like, yeah. I work in a place everyone where it's different. like, you want to do commission or do you want to do booth rental? Like everyone's kind of just like, it's just whatever works for you. And then you would never leave that place because it's whatever works for me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of going back to like the individual again, what makes the individual more comfortable. And asking those questions, you know, if you're trying exactly. to build a team and you're trying to build a staff that will be loyal to you, having the, those open lines of communication, actually asking like what drives your staff, like what's important to them. Cause it's not always the same for, right. for everybody. And so to be flexible in that and the benefits that you offer, or the support that you give them or incentives that you give them, you know, it can be really range, but yet they still have those core things that are similar that keep I them hear, all together. I hear a lot of people complain about their schedule. Mm-hmm. I want this schedule. And then the owner just says no, because if That's I give you your schedule, then I have to give everybody their schedule. And then the reality is like, what happened if you did give everybody their perfect schedule? You'd have a happy staff. Yeah. Probably not a lot would happen to your business. People would be working when they're working and enjoying their life when they're not. But when you're making people, like, it's simple things like that. But did you ever ask what your staff right. wants to do with their schedule? We live in an industry where we can change that. We don't have to work a nine-to-five. We don't have to make our staff You can hire enough people to, to fill in all the gaps. Yeah, you That's could. why you're seeing this, like, I, at least I'm seeing this huge 
surge of these uh, small boutique, I want to say studios, but kind of getting back to yeah. like the workroom floor where they're creative spaces. Like you have hairdressers, you have guest artists, you have um, people coming in doing um, a variety of different work and it builds creativity and inspiring. You're like, oh, what is that person working on? Like that looks cool instead of being like, oh, there's no one in my chair. Right. I'm just going to sit on my phone and text. Yeah. Because this isn't my space, so why do I care about it? Yeah, yeah. people, yeah, it's a lack of investment when they... Yeah, and then it becomes it. horrible environment. <laughs> Sounds miserable. And I think it's also important to realize if you are going to go in that, like, independent route, like, there's still a lot of stuff, like, you need to do to actually grow your business. Yeah. There's a lot that you perhaps it might take for granted to know, like, oh, I have someone doing our marketing, I have someone doing our promotion pre-booking, getting all these people in the chair, um, buying your product. And so, you know, the grass might always seem greener, but to really see what it takes to be successful in that environment when it's all up to yourself and you don't have other people, you know, to rely on. What do you love about the industry? I I really love the artistry. And that's one of the reasons with the left brain group, just being able to surround myself with people that continually inspire me and it's cool to see what people are doing whether it's with color or cutting and I just I'm really in awe like I think it's a very unique and special craft and not into necessarily some of the like minutiae of like the (laughs) day-to-day stuff of being in a salon whether you're editorial but um I just like to surround myself and watch I could literally sit in a a busy salon which is always fun and yeah. you know, get that energy or on set it's just amazing to see what people can create and be part of that like collaborative yeah. process so cool. I really love that do you have any again we know you're not a hairdresser but do you have any crazy stories in the salon in industry well um everyone always has hair horror stories yes. and this was actually a few many many years ago and maybe because I was their salesperson and like they knew that I worked for a company they were giving me a little more attention or over analyzing or overthinking the haircut but when I say over razored I mean it was to the point <laughs> where and there was not one line in my hair it was um, and I know shredded. I'm pretty good with my hair and I know if I can't do it and it was just like melting into itself. It's like, this is so. <laughs> oh my God. Mad. Like, do you have pictures? That's funny. Cause... I don't have pictures, but it went on. And, like, the haircut went on and on. And I can, every set, it was like these little sections, like, razor, 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 razor. <laughs> I was like, no! It was so bad. Well, Dre Donahue was here last week with us. And she had a razor, a horror, razor horror story yeah. as well, where one of her students scalped. Someone who had like hair down to their butt, <laughs> yeah, and just left them bald. And it spawned a whole a razor cut conversation. But yeah. yeah, it's razors. So the theme of uh, this month is that razors are dangerous, and you should really use them. Yeah, educate yourself before you. <laughs> They're an amazing tool if you know how to use them. Right. But it was just over razors to the point of death. There was like oh no return. God. I had to cut like I imagine so much you a mullet. I wish for a mullet. Like it was not. It was nothing. Like, it was just there's not- nothing worse than nothing. Like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't it's not a style. A style. It, was just, it wasn't a it was length. Shred. It was just nothing. Okay. I would have killed like, just yeah. to see it. Oh, there's nothing to see. Yeah. It really was <laughs> um, 
So you're mainly in New Orleans, but you travel all around, right? Mm-hmm. And if people are interested in classes and they're interested in getting to know you and they want to talk about representation or anything like that, how do they get a hold of you? Um, so really the Left Brain Group is the hub. Left, yeah. The Left the leftbraingroup.com is the hub. We have an artist submission page, um, so you can feel free to contact and um, reach out to us. Our education calendar is one of our most visited pages, and it's up now through June of 2017. Mm-hmm. We definitely will be adding yeah. a few more dates. Always added. Which reminds me, we have to give you some dates. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so please give me some dates. Um, and that's constantly updated and it kind of tells you all you need to know about each classes. This year, I just put a blog post up called like togetherness 2017, especially the given political climate and really building community with everybody. This year, I feel like it's the theme of like regional events or like Mm -hmm. classes that are involving other people getting people together. 2016 dead. It's time to move on. We have yes. to start over. Time to, move on. to put some armor on and, <laughs> and, and go for it. <laughs> Ooh, I want to put some armor. This on. Is, uh, this this podcast will air January 19th, which I think is inauguration day. Correct. 20th is an inauguration day. So uh, we'll just edit that out. <laughs> well, hopefully, we, the inauguration will tomorrow completely. But um, yeah, it's good that we start putting content out there that reminds people to come together and to. You know, do what they love. You have. We always tell our students that we have a hundred years on the planet, so you might as well make them. What are you doing with that? So we're gonna give away one of your Bayou Saint Blonde tickets. Yes. For free. What's the value on that? So that's seven hundies. Oh, Ooh. nice! Seven hundred dollars yeah. for free. For free. It's and, a two-day event. And you're not paying for their flight. Let's just be clear. Yes. No they flight. Need to no pay accommodations. Um, but seven hundred dollar ticket. Yeah. Sounds good to me. And we're pretty much sold out, so it's a hot, hot ticket. So if you guys want to hot sign up for that, just go to uh, the Left Brain Group on Instagram. It's just at the Left Brain Group. And DM Erin your information, and she will pick one lucky winner from her DM files. As well as follow. Yeah, follow her. Make sure you stay in touch. Um, and she will pick somebody out of the, the – she will pick someone out of her DMs. Bucket. Her DM bucket. Her DM bucket. bucket. And she'll place them out of her DMs and she will contact you and give you all the information and if that person can't take it you'll just pick the next yeah, person right? yeah we'll, we'll just go down and it's going to be a really fun event destroy the hairdressers I know we're so there. excited I know, I'm so up. excited um, all and we're doing a live podcast which is, live podcast no one else is doing stuff like that yeah. so I think it'll be really cool to have our our listeners and fans there be a part of it. Yeah. If you're looking for inspiration, motivation, education. Or a, a vacation. And a vacation. <laughs> Haircation 2017. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having Thank me. you for our Whitmore House uh, Enlightening Powder. Yeah. And we're excited to use it. We will use it. And like I said, we'll post it so you guys can see what, what this looks like and how you can get it on our yeah. Instagram this week. So um, have a safe trip back to New Orleans, and we will see you on the 28th or 30th. Yeah, sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice having Erin here with us. So we love her. We're going to see her and hopefully all of you in New Orleans. We're probably going to see glimpses of her because she's going to be so busy that it's just going to be like, Erin! Oh, okay. I'll just text her. <laughs> it's okay. She understands how we work. Uh, but we're really excited to do the talk. Um, so if you guys are interested, you heard the deal. You just got to. Add Erin at the Left Brain Group on Instagram and send her a DM message that you want to go to the Bayou St. Blonde event for free. Yeah. For free. <laughs> want to go for free? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, if you guys are interested in our 90-day boot camp classes for Hair Boss and Hair Babes, please go to our website and sign up for March. Come play with us. We are only taking... We are only taking... We just lost everyone. I know. We are only taking 30 students for each of those classes. They are online classes, so you can enjoy them from the comfort of your own home. I definitely always know how to make it awkward. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're interested in getting some cool exclusive like monthly conference calls, daily text messages, weekly brunches, and access to our private networking group. If you just want more of us. And access to our private networking group. (laughs) Then you can join the DTH Elite for $99 a year. It's like Amazon Prime. I know. But better. You'll pay it once, forget about it, and then it'll come back around and it'll charge you again and then you'll remember <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, well, I guess I'll in it for another year. That's what happens to me. I mean, Amazon Prime charges you $100 to give you free two-day shipping. We're I know. Giving, we're charging you $100. And I to... use it all year like a baller. I'm like, I got Amazon Prime. I brag about it. And then it charges me again. I'm like, God damn it. I know. They hit you. And I get yeah. But it's good. Um, so but this is going to benefit you. Where? Way more. Get way more access to cool stuff. We're saying we're better than Amazon. We're better than Amazon Prime. <laughs> but we're not better than Amazon Prime now. No. Which is just genius. That's great. I don't know if you guys... One you day, live, you'll be able to buy Destroy the Hairdresser now, and we'll just be in your living room. It'll be so <laughs> awesome. Uh, if you don't have Amazon Prime now, some of you probably don't. It's I think it's more in bigger cities. But you can order stuff from Amazon and get it in two hours. Amazing. It's heaven. Like, those who think... Want a puppy? That, two hours. Those who think this is hell on earth are wrong, because they don't use Amazon Prime now. Mm-hmm. And they would know this is heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if you would like to get your own personal coach, whether it need be whether it be me or Sid, we are taking a few more private coaching students, and you can get more information about that at our website as well. Love it. Do you have anything to say to them? It's gonna be an awesome week. It's gonna be a cool year. Put your feelers out. For what? I don't know. I'm tired. Put your feelers out. (laughs) (laughs) You put your paws out. (laughs) I don't know what's going on over here, but thank you, Aaron, for coming. We're gonna see you in New Orleans. If you guys are curious from traveling, you guys are interested in more of our stuff. Which why would you be? Visit us, and we'll talk to you soon. Join us on Instagram. Join us on... I don't even know what else. You guys, If you're listening to us, you probably already follow us all this Love shit. you, boo-boos. Bye. Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.